Michelle Constant on SAFM. So, snowfall in the Sahara Desert. It's a completely unusual weather phenomenon. How does it work? It seems like a contradiction. But most recently, in January 22, there was snowfall in the actual desert. How does this work? We've got Jasper Knight, who is a professor of physical geography at the University of Witwatersrand, on the line to try and explain it to us. Dr. Knight, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Sarah. So let's talk about snow. <laughs> let's talk about snow. Snow in the Sahara Desert. Isn't that like, um, I suppose, like sunshine in Antarctica, although that's not true either? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, uh, very often, you know, of course, if you think of the Sahara, you think of an, an enormous, dry, hot sandy area. And uh, whilst that is actually true in the central part of the Sahara, there are many parts on the outside of the Sahara where we actually get a lot more rain. Mm -hmm. And there, if the conditions are actually right, then potentially we can get snowfall. So uh, really, um, snow in Africa and in the Sahara isn't quite as outlandish as it might first appear. And uh, yes, snow actually does take place, and it takes place at this time of year. And this is because it's the Northern Hemisphere winter. So just a couple of weeks ago, there was a new report of snow taking place in the northeastern part of the Sahara in the Atlas Mountains of Morocco and northeast Algeria. And this is not actually uncommon. It does happen most years. And indeed, there are actually um, ski resorts, not in the Sahara itself, but in Morocco. You can actually take a skiing holiday to Morocco. Um, and that may sound a little bit bizarre as well, but it actually takes place. So snow does occur, and therefore snow is part of the, if you like, the, the smorgasbord of different types of climates and environments that we find right here in Africa. So is the Sahara the hottest desert in the world? Well, it is pretty much. Um, of course, temperature records from the ground are actually really difficult to come by in many deserts of the world, not just in the Sahara, but in many other deserts globally. And of course, this is because they're pretty inhospitable places. There aren't very many people there. So this means that we don't very often have good ground measurements. And this is actually where satellite data come into play, because satellites can allow us to have an understanding about what these landscapes are like, even if we don't have very many people there to take real observations. And it's really the fact that we have satellite data that really started from the 1970s. This has allowed us really good and new insight into patterns of snowfall um, right across uh, different parts of the Sahara, and of course, understanding patterns of snowfall that take place in other deserts worldwide. So here, new data actually means that we are developing a good understanding of the how and why and where snowfall takes place. So Dr. Knight, I'm just thinking about the Sahara. So the Sahara is a dry, dry, dry place. And I'm wondering, is it pulling in moist air in order to make the snow? Because you can't just truly have snow when it's just completely, completely dry. That's right, yes. So, of course, uh, snow is essentially frozen water, so you need to have water. So the middle part of the Sahara is very, very dry. It's called hyper-arid, and that just means it receives less than um, 100 millimetres of rain per year on average. 
But having said that, many parts of the central Sahara in southern Algeria and southern Libya receive much less rainfall. So in some places, there might not be any rainfall in the central Sahara for decades, years and years and years. But the outside of the Sahara is a lot wetter. And the reason for this is that the Sahara in North Africa is located right next door to the Mediterranean and right next door to the Atlantic Ocean. So here are really good sources of moisture. And it's mainly moisture coming in uh, from west to east from the Atlantic that brings um, wetter conditions into northern parts of Africa. And it's in these places where we get the snowfall. And the reason for this is that if we have wet air coming in from the uh, Atlantic and hitting the African continent, we have a big obstacle, and that's the Atlas Mountains. So the Atlas Mountains forces the air to rise up. As the air rises, it cools down, condenses, and the moisture droplets, if the temperature is cold enough, freeze. So this means that on the uh, landward side of the Atlas Mountains, in other words, essentially in northeastern Algeria, on the fringes of the Sahara, this is where we can get snowfall taking place. So this could, in fact, uh, talk to why we have um, someone who's entering the Beijing Olympics from Morocco. Um, I I think that does, yes, because uh, Morocco is the place where there are actually five ski resorts, and these are sustained um, sometimes by um, man-made snow, um, Mm. and that's exactly what's happening in in Beijing at the moment, but also natural snow as well. So here, of course, if you have snow on your doorstep, you know, that's a really good training ground, if you like, for Olympian athletes. Okay, we've got 30 seconds, but you do have to tell us about the Beijing man-made snow. Yeah, well, this is a sort of special kind of snow. So here we have uh, big machines that basically uh, compress air, um, mix it uh, under cold conditions with um, lots of water, and then blast it out across the the slopes. The condition of the snow isn't exactly the same as natural snow because man-made snow tends to be a bit stickier, if you like, and that makes it more difficult um, for many um, sort of snow-based sports to uh, come up with fast times, for example. But it actually works. It's kind of better than nothing. Jeez, makes me want to uh, go back and study geography for sure. Dr. Jasper Knight, geoscientist from the School of Geography at Wits University. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.